0: Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Goldstein. And I'm the
2: ribcage rattle of this podcast. Ooh. Go on. (laughs) I feel like it's a shake up. Grab you by the ribs. Oh, I've never, I've just never heard that phrase. Like a ribcage rattle. Like rattling you
1: and your ribcage. I feel like it's just something rattling around down there.
2: Whoa. Mm. I was imagining like a rattlesnake's tail. I was like, oh, is that what that's? called the end, the, the maraca, if you will. Yeah, it feels like the the Western, right? Of like, it's coming. It's here. Well, it's yeah. almost coming. And spoiler alert, we are recording this on the Ingress Eve. So again, if if many crazy things have already happened for, by the time this comes out, um, we knew that. We knew that was happening. We knew that was coming. But here we are. That actually, I had a question for you guys. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, what's the biggest trouble? And I'm thinking very, like, high school, tween age. Like, what's the biggest trouble you ever got in? Like, what did I do? Like, what did you do? Was there a repercussion? Like, what's, like, the worst trouble? I can't remember. Maybe I was, like, listening to a podcast, but someone was talking about, like, The biggest trouble I ever got in, or like, like the time like my like parent freaked the fuck out on me, and I was like, I just got many of flashbacks because I was a troubled youth. But I was just thinking, I was like, at least Julia, like, were they trouble? Like, I was just thinking, I was like, were they troublemakers? So curious if you all were. I
1: was, I was pretty good, but I, I also didn't get caught a lot.
2: Mm. So like,
1: my brother would. Do something, and then like it would steal focus for me to like, just, ah. you know what I mean? Okay. Um, but I guess like if I had to think, it was probably sneaking out. I'd probably, but I also didn't like. I guess I was a pretty bad kid. Now that I think about it, because I would get grounded, but I just wouldn't like. I would just find my car keys and like go. Like I, I just wouldn't listen to their punishments. The punishments, <laughs> and so stick. like i don't know like sorry i had to leave i don't know why you're calling me because i know i'm grounded but i had to go to the park so
2: like the park
1: tell you. yeah just like <laughs> stuff like that and so i feel like maybe i was like the worst kid ever now that i'm thinking about it but i didn't get caught a lot so it didn't happen often
2: you sound professional. You sound like actually, I'm not taking calls right now. That's what you can happening. reach me. You
0: That's can what reach me when I'm back.
1: I'd be like, yeah. oh no, I'm aware that I'm not supposed to be gone, but I am. So what are you no. gonna do about it?
0: But it like, was I don't like, need to answer this call. I know. I was
1: always <laughs> like getting good grades and doing like all of. So it was like, what? What do you want from me? Like, oh okay, I snuck mm-hmm. out, and I got an A plus on a test. Like, I don't know. I'm um, what's it called? Uh, functioning. Yeah, like teenager or whatever she
2: contains multitudes
1: you're yeah. like you're like
2: I'm doing the what I should do as a if my job is being a student or teen person I've done that yeah we've accomplished it and mm-hmm. um
1: yeah I don't I don't I mean I did stuff that I didn't get in trouble for and I think if I had if my parents had known I probably would have but I don't know
0: Um, yeah I think same I think I at least like in high school the most like in trouble I've gotten would be like I got like Saturday school because I I used someone else's ID to try to sneak off campus this was like a famous one that I like got popped for my friend did it every day (laughs) never got in trouble I do it one time of course I get caught sent to the assistant principal's office who was like who asked me why do you hate yourself and I was like that's Geez, a bit much. Uh, like, okay. Okay. A little bit much for the assistant principal who I've never met before. Not untrue, but also not your jurisdiction. Um, but I like, w-
2: wow. Um yeah. I mean, now I'm like, do you think they said that to everybody? Or oh, they yeah, just had that's... a specific like shitty thing they said to like whoever.
0: Well, day. I'm sure, mm-hmm. I'm sure he thought he was <laughs> gonna like get me in this way because I had like changed schools or that sort of thing but yeah I think I definitely did do stuff that I didn't get caught for but I also just like knew I was on dance team and I really liked being on dance team and I was like I just don't want to like Just anything, it. anything, but there was people who definitely like got kicked off and got in trouble. So I knew that that was a possibility and that would happen. So I was like smart enough to go, okay, I'm not going to do things like during competition season or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I think I definitely was like dude, that. What's her face? Sophia Coppola daughter one really, really got, got me because I feel like I would do those kinds of things. Like I, I like got uh. I would like forge notes and get my babysitter to come pick up me and my friends. We could like go to Jamba juice, like sneak to Jamba juice off. campus. That was like a junior high scam that I pulled for a minute and you can only do it so many times before they like go, but I would definitely be, I definitely did it more than once. Um, or like, when I turned 18, I turned 18 the second half of senior year. And then I was just like, Oh, I'm signing myself out all the time, which is not like getting in trouble. But I also was like, Oh, I'm going to do stuff that I know you guys like can't do anything about, but is also, I don't know. Damn. You're a forger is what yeah. I'm hearing. I'm hearing a lot of yeah, fake
2: foragers. signatures. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I definitely in, in elementary school, I probably shouldn't admit this on the podcast, but And I'm in first grade. I told this kid I was going to shoot him in the face. I got got in trouble. I did. I got in big trouble for that.
2: Whoa. I
1: don't remember why, but I know he did something.
0: And I was like,
1: my dad has a gun and I'm going to kill you. Oh, my God. (laughs) My parents were like blown away. First grader. They did not know I knew about the gun. Like, Yeah,
2: it was very like, whoa. Wow. I when you're like, I shouldn't say this about this thing that happened in elementary school. I'm like, what could it be? That's <laughs> that bad. I'm like, oh, it's pretty. pretty bad. <laughs> Pre-columbine
1: too. I was really ready to bring a gun to school. Wow. Now so you, could- you could say friend
2: center.
0: Now it'd be kind of hack, you know. There's a lot of precedent, unfortunately. But
2: Whoa. Uh, wow. Okay. I what about it. you, Stevie? I mean, unfortunately, too many examples. Always in trouble also sweet good teachers liked me parents liked me of course like you know i know how to i know how to schmooze with the best of them normal grades classic i think i had this friend in both high school and college would be like a's and b's and then one failed class like for sure fire and i think it's just i can't do that many classes at one time like it's just too much of a workload don't give that to me but um I would I would often get caught the first time I ever did something bad like the first time I got caught smoking weed sent to outpatient rehab. Like and I remember just being in there being like hey like I'm like not like it's like I'm just smoking I think this is like what I'm doing is normal and experimenting and they're like there's no way and if it it was one of those like Paris Hilton camps where like if I test positive for drugs I'd go break rocks in Utah. So it was like it was like an extreme Punishment, which then boomeranged me after I tested out of outpatient rehab where I was like, oh, now I'm like going to do every drug I've you. What drugs are there? Because I'll do them all. Um, But the one that I mainly remember, which I thought was a funny story that I flash back to was it was like one of the weekends my dad had me. And I got very stoned. This is post outpatient rehab now that I'm like fully into drugs. And I like ate an entire thing of cook- like the soft, chewy cookies, like the red packaging chips ahoy super soft chewies ate the whole thing got in the car sat in the back driving like two and a half hours where he lives in like this bum fuck town and was just like sitting there like not speaking <laughs> very still and then i'm just like start quietly puking in my hands like all the cook like it was basically like regurgitated cookie dough like it- would you say you tossed your cookies absolutely truly tossed my cookies and then my brother's in the front seat and he turns around and he just like starts cracking. He's like, "What the fuck?" Like like very teen boy like like the funniest thing he could have ever seen was happening and my dad's just like "What is wrong?" And it was just that mixture of like can I play this off? But I don't know. Like I'm sh- I did take punishment seriously. Like I had a rebel mm-hmm. soul, but if I was grounded, I I turned in my phone. I didn't sneak out. like I wouldn't try to jailbreak i did i did my time you know i would i would hear that punishment and i and i took it but i would never if i especially i didn't didn't know this was an option now that i'm
1: hearing you i'm like oh my god like i'm never oh a rule that i didn't know existed i broke
2: i'm not Mm. not listening to you oh yes what's the what's the well ash what because julia's mars and scorpio scorpio
0: Mm mm-hmm
2: I love the forging signatures Not mm-hmm. with Scorpio too as well or like I'll excuse other myself. people's stuff yeah. yeah yeah no you two sound like very adult where I sound like amateur hour over here fallen Mars cancer over here <laughs> like I'm doing the I am bad technically but mm-hmm.
0: in my I mind I'm like I know worse trouble.
2: I know worse kids like I've
0: seen like the scariest kids on earth and I'm not in that category I think I got in trouble more for like running my mouth too. That would like be a thing for sure Mm -hmm. where I would say something like this is a, this is an embarrassing example to be like, the worst thing I did was in sixth grade, but I do remember (laughs) not, it wasn't, it wasn't the worst thing I did. I do not remember actually how it started, but Mm -hmm. I do remember in sixth grade, they would have this thing on Fridays called free choice. And if you had, that was when they really started like doing behavioral kinds of things because you would get, if you had poor behavior, you would get a blue slip throughout the week. And if you had a certain amount throughout the week, you were not allowed to go to free choice. And I think they were like really trying to like get you in shape because you're going to junior high the next year, get you ready for high Mm. school, all these kinds of things. So it is, they're wanting to be a little bit more like adult with the punishment. And I remember that it was Friday. I got a blue slip in the morning. I don't remember why. And then I got like another blue slip. And then I was like, well, now like the day like it's fucking done now, now. I'm not and i remember choice, so mm-hmm. yes i remember at one point someone gave me another one and i was like put it on my tab and they were like that's another blue slip and i was like whoa I'm already, i was like i'm already banned keep them coming because it like started <laughs> like this kind of thing where i'd be like what can you what can you i like knew the like the level to which they could punish you or whatever right I was like, I'm, already I'm already out mm-hmm. yeah i'm missing a free choice Um, But I feel like those kinds of things were worse,
2: not worse, but
0: like that or like I would get in trouble for like stuff that I thought I always get in trouble for a thing that I didn't think I was going to get in trouble for, like that I did not think was bad. If I know I'm doing something bad, I'm usually pretty like I try to be as smart about it and weigh out like, oh, is this something worth getting popped for Mm -hmm. Um, but another one that came to mind was on our studio dance team we had like a slumber party every year with the team and you got matched with different people and you had this like all night kind of thing and one of the things that we did we did like a joke dance because there was this one dance teacher who only let people in the dance if they looked good in a crop top okay go to jail and this was the thing. So I was like me and my girls who were obviously the ones who were like not crop top material all got put in one dance and we like, oh, I wonder wonder why we weren't in Trevor's dance. Wow. They're the so crop nuts. Yes. What. So we did like a joking dance in crop tops at this sleepover. And we were like, Trevor, this is dedicated to you or whatever. Whoa. We like did this dance and we got in so much trouble, not even from the teacher, not from him. It was from another dancer who thought we were making fun of them. We had to get oh. like called in and be in a circle or whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry, abs. What you can't have we can't have a fun time because we weren't in we weren't crop top material. We what? weren't
1: crunching <laughs> in the gym all yeah. the morning.
0: Sorry. I, wow. I definitely
1: had to run and cheer a lot. Yeah. But it yeah, yeah, yeah. it was always like uh I didn't wear the right uh like scrunchie or hairstyle mm. or I didn't want to curl my hair or or too short skirt too short or like sure. stuff like that where I was like fine I'll run
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 that's also tracking where I'm like oh yeah La- laps standing outside any of that kind of stuff for mm-hmm. sure
2: yeah I I also forgot I had like. The most attentions in the school like they we had like a public board like a shame board and i was like oh i have the most dude that rules so- <laughs> That's it. i remember my grandpa like, came and oh, took a picture he was like, like this, this is, is awesome <laughs> Yeah,
1: because i couldn't
2: go to actually that was the first time i felt actual school punishment because i couldn't go to junior prom because i had too many detention i was banned then i went to senior prom with a 24 year old that should have been banned but we'll call hey. the proper authorities uh later good thing down the road
0: detention
2: I know it's like wow really stick in these lessons where they they really care about kids like that was like the and I feel like it's interesting to hear I think there's a through line through all of us where even for me like I had the most attentions but I was also like the gym teacher's assistant like how was I both like I was technically bad but I was also like a kiss ass and wanting to do good they,
1: they especially in our time in school They Mm -hmm. had stupid rules. I definitely got in trouble for wearing a tank top at school. Right. The spaghetti
2: fingers. Mm -hmm.
1: And I was like, I remember going to the, I think I had to go to a counselor about it or whatever. And I just remember being like, look, I have a jacket and it's hot. I'm not going to wear it. It's too hot. This is a desert. And like, I thought I was going to wear a jacket today. Give me the slap on the wrist or whatever you have to do. But like this isn't a problem like this this is stupid like
2: Mm -hmm. i shouldn't be making you horny
1: yeah and also it's literally a tank that's a you like it's not like
2: Mm -hmm. it's
1: not it wasn't a like slutty shirt by any means you know Mm -hmm.
0: well -hmm. it is just that thing too where it's like it just i think it's just so dependent on the teacher and the place and all of that too because they are having to like not make accept make examples of people and all this kind of stuff it's just like it's i mean it is it's plutonian. it is power and Mm. um you know i don't know i think that we're we're plutonian folks for sure oh well i mean us
2: natal pluto pluto people absolutely absolutely and maybe it, it was that thing too where i don't know if you ever had this but i'm like i think i'll be fine at the end of this high school thing like college and I wasn't you know but there's no there's no punishment there maybe just pure
1: oh I got in trouble
2: I, in I was like I
0: know
1: people
2: you did got in,
0: trouble in college yeah for uh-huh. sure.
1: yeah I got arrested I think for whoa
0: I, I didn't okay get, wait okay I didn't now we got to do the good in. stuff
1: I got I had an empty cup at a tailgate and I got a minor in possession of alcohol um, an hmm. empty cup which is annoying and the same that night is very annoying. our dorm got like raided by the RAs and they found alcohol mm-hmm. in someone's room that I was in, and so I got in trouble twice in one night. But I RA's fine. I just paid the ticket for the alcohol thing, and then someone else took the blame for the dorm charge. So it was like not a big deal. Um, but I oh. definitely, yeah, that'll definitely come up if you look me mm-hmm. up on the black. Whoa, ad. do you have a? You weren't taking it. You don't have a mugshot? shot. No, no, it's, it's just just a yeah. ticket. I don't know if that you call it getting arrested or whatever, but it. I, I it got, got in citated. trouble. Cited.
2: Sure. I lied to the cop
1: my oh. name and everything and he was All like "All right, we're, very we're bleeping mad. this." i'm just kidding <laughs> well i eventually he eventually was like what and i was like okay that's not
2: my name Ooh. <laughs> or my birthday <laughs> oh that did remind me i did lie i got busted for a fake id not like in i went to college in chicago so like we didn't get like as like busted for like dorm things or like that it was just more city so like i don't think we got those like you're drinking in maybe a college town, like cops are looking for you sort yeah. of thing. Like the Chicago police are just killing everybody else. Like, they're, they're busy. But I did, I did have a fake ID for a long time. And I totally, I just like forgot about this memory of going into a bar. I was just trying to get a burger and a beer too. Like I wasn't trying to like go hard. I was like on a date. I know again with an old man. Well, we can talk about this with Pluto stuff, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, and then, Like the server like took my ID and was like, just give that look like, "Mm, I don't know about this. And then I was like, "Uh oh, and then she's like, hang on, I need to keep this. And I was like, "Uh oh, and then my date's just like, play it cool. And I was like, time to play it so fucking cool. Like, I don't even know. Well, it was like to the door. It was just it. It didn't work. And so she came back and she's like, I don't think this is you. And I was like, it is. And, like, I was also gifted this ID from my former Jimmy John's manager. So, like, I knew this. I've known this woman my for years. Like, I know this yeah. ID upright back. And it was, like, yeah, one of ready. those pictures where you're she like, just looks me. like shit. Like, it's, like, one of those, like, mid-sneeze kind of, like, it could be anybody. Like, it's just a bad, it's just a bad pick. And she's, like, well, I'm going to go I have to get my manager. like, fuck. Oh, so I'm just, like, sitting there, like, frozen. Leg shaking. Thank God the booth's covering. And he came up. And I knew I was fine. When this happened, he goes up and he's like, Elena. And I was like, it's Alana. And he was like, Okay. Like, then did the whole like, what's your birthday? I'm like April 29th, 87. Like, what is this? Like, this is- and I'm just like went through it all. And he's like, What well, this isn't you? I was like, Yeah, I looked like shit that day. Thanks for reminding me. Like, just I just I am <laughs> I'm Alana. You cannot tell me I'm not her. I am like yeah. crazy person, like absolute crazy person. And then we stayed and ate like they gave it back and I just stayed and ate and, and had well, a barely could drink the beer because I was just like inside crump, like crumbling to death. But that idea worked like every other time and never got questioned and I got it back and thank you to Alana. That's a
1: for real that ID. ID. Yeah. So that's, it was a real ID. Yeah. If it was, mm-hmm. you don't, I feel like you did the right thing. If it yeah. was fake, you should get yeah. out, like get out of right. Um, yeah. But I do feel like. It is a good segue into Pluto because mm-hmm. I think it that situation is doubly so Pluto because it's like the server can get in trouble. You can get in trouble. It's like everybody is having to like have their balances checked in the situation yeah. where it's like this person's going to get in trouble, lose their job. They could potentially lose their liquor license. You could get in trouble. But it's like at the end of the day
2: for a beer at Bar Louie. What are you doing chick? at the end yeah. of the day? You
1: know what I mean? Yeah. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, people 18 to 21 generally do drink alcohol. So it's like, right. It mm-hmm. happens somehow. I don't know how, you know, give
2: me a safe space to inject. I'm just <laughs> well, joking. Well, also
1: and not at my bar. They don't drink. I wasn't saying that, right? No, I, just, I was not know. Just in, in general, general in life, like kids
2: find a way. Yeah, yeah. I I was wrong. I shouldn't have done that. But also I was a 19-year-old shithead. That will be my excuse. And you know, like it was it was that final truce of like, let's
0: all just let this go.
2: Okay. And let me get on with my my meal.
0: Well, and it is like you said too, when you're that age, you're not thinking about someone else's like liquor license. Oh never. Or yeah. any their bit their, you know, what the family that they have to provide for with this business or no, I was just thinking like, else's job. And... I can't have my really good fake ID. Getting yeah. And was like, oh, you're busting me. But
2: you know. yes, no, no. And that's why we go through. So it's interesting when people talk about to to pop back a little bit with Saturn returns, because it's like, dude, it's just it's just becoming an adult. Like, I don't know. I like it in the most simplest terms. Of course, it can be rough and scary, but. It's just like. Thank God for aging a little bit. <laughs> like I would hate to be that bra- like transported back to that brain or time. Like that served its, it served its time. And it feels Pluto too, where it's like, this has been the thing. And now it's time for that to end. Now we're moving on to something new. Let's call, let's call out what's worked and what's not. And damn, yeah, we're in a big, I mean, this is, this might be like the biggest astrological thing we've, reported on or of experience i mean we've had Mm -hmm. a lot of shifts but this nothing we've never had this
1: well i also think i think i'm not sure this is true but i think this is the first time pluto will be in aquarius since pluto was discovered so this is a a big like global worldwide like this has never happened before and that makes it very interesting to me
0: hmm. Yes, that is true. This is the first time Pluto will be in Aquarius since we have discovered Pluto and are aware of the significations of Plutonian energies of power. And I think that that makes sense with this move into Aquarius specifically in terms of like information and how much we have and how different this is in a historical context, because um, we know about all of these. I, that's something that I think about in terms of like history, because I know people knew about other things throughout time and books have existed and history has existed. But in terms of like a general populace, note the amount of knowledge, we definitely are at a time when more people have historical context for things than ever. And I do think that when we are talking about um, shifts in power, which is what any, any Pluto ingress uh would be dealing with but this one specifically into from capricorn into aquarius a more collective sign a more uh people focused as opposed to institutional focused energy um that that is also speaking to our own ideas of like personal personal power that we all have currently in in society as it exists, but also um, kind of like collective power, not only with ourselves, but also with the knowledge of every other time Pluto has been an Aquarius uh, that I don't know if other people have had when they have had their Pluto Aquarius ingresses, thinking about themselves in the context of a history of like revolutions and people powered uh, movements. Yeah, no.
2: Totally. I think, I think it was on astrology consciousness with Dr. Michael Lennox talking about Pluto Aquarius and we'll, we'll go through the stats and figures and we'll be talking about, we're going to be talking about Pluto Aquarius for the next goddamn 20 years, but talking about too, like, there's of course a lot we can get a little freaked out about with, with any Pluto change. Cause it does signify a generation switch, you know, like we are moving through into a new phase of society, but also in a technologically focused sign like Aquarius. And now that we've had hundreds of years of technology advances too, we are say better prepared or informed. Like we do have the information of what happened the last time Pluto was Aquarius. We have the information of what's happened for the last even hundred years. So there's something that's promising knowing that like we have we have the intellect and information and all of that to create a better future. But of course, you know, evil, <laughs> evil and the things that profit off of evil don't want us to do those sorts of things. But, you know, I'm thinking, and you'll hear this when we think more of historically when it was last there in 1777, also, angel number, take a shot. But with like the French Revolution, it's like they weren't looking or thinking about this stuff they just knew that it was time to bust some skulls and change and change the power dynamics and i think even if you know what sign pluto is in or not if it's making an ingress or change some sort of dynamic of power is shifting one way or another
1: yeah i i mean i think the major thing is you know obviously the foundation of this country mm-hmm. and yeah. um you know the the bill of rights and all of those things that i think still get referenced today and i think we're just starting to have conversations about uh applying modernism to those things and what what um you know what it means to bear arms and all of those kind of conversations um and so I think it's interesting, as you know, this transit gives me a lot of anxiety. I think it's interesting to view that. And to me, it's almost like similar to what you're saying, but the opposite where it's like how far we haven't come. We're still using Mm -hmm. like these old words and old promises and old and but not upholding them in a way that like what we were talking about with schools protect actually protects children or families or religious values, or all of the things that they, they claim to protect, still somehow it's, like, funding corporations and the NRA and all of those. I don't know. It, to me, it's, like, it has a very lightness to it, but it, it, there is also this, like, wow, we've... Pluto's moved the whole Zodiac, and we're still, like, my second... Em- you know what I mean? It's so, like, right. I, I can't believe
0: it. Well, it's, like, the nature the nature of power itself is always something that we're coming up against again whether we're like aware that pluto is a planet that signifies these things or not as history as history tells us i think something that's interesting about this um not only the united states but going back to those dates that 1777 to 1798 was the last most recent time um thinking then about how long which you know it takes over 200 years for Pluto to go through the entire zodiac. So no one in their lifetime will ever have a Pluto return. Pluto returns do not happen for that. And I think that that is also another kind of like signification of the kinds of forces that we're talking about are things that take, you know, Pluto takes, it only moves about a degree, one to three degrees a year. And thinking about how slowly those kinds of things take to move, not to say that that doesn't mean that we don't still make efforts or make action but all of those things that these are like huge huge forces that we were talking about that are long and far reaching that are globally impactful Um, but also thinking about that same period in this most recent period not only the United States but also like you said Stevie the French Revolution and and like democracies kind of popping up everywhere and how this Pluto move into Aquarius is really like a Pluto return of democracy itself as a concept that has been ex- the grand experiment and kind of thinking that through of going like oh wow it's taken 200 plus years for us to like not I don't want to say work out the kinks because we by no means have have gotten it uh g- good <laughs> you know but thinking of that like I don't know it's been it's, years of it's, testing or something yeah Yeah, it's big stuff and going like, here's where this started. And here's where we've ended is I think both, like you said, Lisa, both the like, you know, leaps and bounds. And also in some ways, we've made zero progress whatsoever. It's all the same kind of thing. And I think that that is um, really Plutonian in and of itself, because there is the, you know, highest vibe of Pluto, which is thinking about that kind of like, you know, Transformation, rebirth, death from the you know rising from the ashes sort of thing, but then there's also that like immense you know pulling in, destroying everything around it kind of nuclear element to Pluto as well. Thinking of it as just like pure, uh, sink, uh, and and I think that that is. We're going to see kind of both of those things not to be not to be scary, but that's just like the reality of life in general.
1: Yeah, I mean, life is scary right now, too. I mean, I just listened to a a New York Times podcast episode about the China situation and like we are on thin ice with uh, international relations and to say otherwise is kind of uh, like living with blinders on, I think. Mm -hmm. And in some ways i find that pluto being this you know planet of sort of i guess not revolution in that way but the like tilling the soil or like you know just shoveling out some of the the dried out stuff on top to get to the really nice earth underneath um i find that some of that talking about some of the stuff is it's like what as far as democracy goes you know are we living in a true democracy what 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 are we covering up in order to pretend we're living in a democracy where everyone's vote is equal and all people are equal and and you know it's meanwhile we're gerrymandering states to make sure you know voting goes one way or another or you know suppressing voter accessibility and the, all of those kind of things where it's like oh well are people really equal if like in poor communities you're not able to like get to the pole like I don't know you know and so I think it is kind of like it is difficult to to pull the rug back and see what's been swept underneath to mix metaphors um and so it I think it does feel hard, but if the end result is finding true equality or democracy, then it's something we have to do. But if it's more of the same to do more of the same, I think that's where it feels mm-hmm. like weighty or pressured, or you know, it feels like everything's on you. You have to make your own it's bootstraps, you have to make your own living, you have to, you have to host a podcast that work three jobs and like do stand-up and whatever to have a one-bedroom apartment, you know, that's not, that's not democracy at work. That's, you know, there's other, other
2: systematic mm. issues. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're both hitting on like a lot of Pluto things and Pluto and Aquarius things where I'm glad we're talking about it in that big societal sense, because of course, yeah, Pluto is going to transit at all of our charts, but it is, I think when we look at something that's so slow moving in this, the farthest away outer planet and does really mark these generations um I think it's it's worthwhile looking at Pluto more in that collective sense especially in Aquarius it's very collective sign and yeah I mean like I I maybe I'm just an optimist like I would not want to live in 1798 so like I do I do know we've Mm. made strides as societies and cultures and I know In 200 years from now, when it's Pluto and Aquarius again, they're going to look at us being like, God, I'm glad I didn't live in 2023. And I'm glad Mm -hmm. we have whatever the fuck this is now. uh, Aliens in from outer space. The planet has reset from global warming, whatever. But yeah, I think that it's cool in in astrology that there's space to talk about shit that's scary and hard, which can be Pluto stuff, which can be things that feel like they need to just go. Like, I think we've talked about this a lot in the pandemic, in election cycles, all that of getting back to a 2019 and earlier is, is a fool's errand. It's just, I think we know that personally just feeling it as a people, but then also astrologically, it's just like, that's just not what we're here to do. Like we can't go back. We've, we've seen too much. Like we've all seen what happens when we get a sample taste of universal basic income. When we see that our jobs will abandon us to die, <laughs> when healthcare is the system is put it to its, to its actual limit to a breaking point, And we still haven't invested in it. So we are going to feel a very Pluto word consequences. That's very Pluto. You're going to see the results of information, ignored things, not explored, whatever, but, um, I don't know if since Capricorn and we're going to we're going to we're not fully in full blown Pluto Aquarius mode. Yeah, we're going to have some retrogrades back into Capricorn. We'll run through all that in just a sec. But since Capricorn is these systems, too, of like building it capital, you know, I know Capricorns, I'm sorry that you get wrapped with capitalism, but stop being so ambitious all the time because that's why that's why it's wrapped in together. But Yeah, we have built it like, damn, like that last 20 years was a lot of rapid growth in so many sectors and fields. And we just I think Aquarius is that interesting question of like, we can't do exponential growth anymore. You guys like that is just that's never been sustainable. Why has that been the goal? And yeah, like doing all these hustles to have a one bedroom isn't how like that doesn't seem like a very Aquarian future. That seems like Aquarius is going to find a unique way. To survive and do things differently where I think cap is like no if I just keep doing it and we both have incomes and we're partnered and we do this it's gonna work and it's like query is like no it it hasn't that hasn't been the truth and now I'm here to really top your bubble and blow your mind in the ways that all this was so fucking wrong so it feels like maybe that's but where I like throw my hands up a bit with Pluto where I'm like well it is the like inevitable thing that does need to happen isn't it like we've just been like putting off the you know turning on the light and watching the cockroaches run away Mm. in our space, which is which it's going to be scary and sucks in some ways. But I say scary in the what we just have to all be there for each other is the Aquarius Mm. message. Like we're all doing something scary. Like we're all feeling this like it's not easy for anyone. Well, maybe some of like the rich people that need to go.
0: But well, I mean, it's not to say that it's not going to be easier for them. But I think that it's also Mm. not easy for them because also the ways that they have. Maintained wealth and power have also been usually through ways of um, deep seated oppression or or taking advantage of the people that have helped that whose labor they're exploiting or whatever, whatever it is. And that's not easy to whether you're aware of that and, uh, you know, apps knowingly using it to your advantage to get rich is one thing or whether you are someone who has just benefited from the system and is now finding out that the ways that you have benefited that's still difficult to know like oh actually everything that I thought about how how these things happen because I think that that's very Pluto Capricorn to think of to think of amassing Whatever it is, as a result of consistent uh like dedicated effort as opposed to a system that actually only works for certain people. and I think that that's like a very pluto Capricorn thing where now coming into Pluto and Aquarius, it is more I don't want to say every person for themselves because it's not it's not like that, but I think that that is like a there is a part of your there is a way that that's a direction that things can go is how you can feel that way when you feel abandoned by systems is to go, it is just, I am on my own, there's no one, but I think the high vibe of Pluto and Aquarius, like you said, is um, us all recognizing ourselves as resources, ourselves individually, our communities, our friendships, our whatever, those are, that is where our power is, not in these institutions that have, uh, you know, propped up ideas and philosophical ideas about power and what we should be doing and kind of like morality instead of it being like no this is just actual like power in numbers power in uh like solidarity and all of those things and I think that that is a trickier place because it does require everyone to like it does require the numbers we need the numbers in that sense whereas in you know something else it's more about the like I don't know you get it yeah I mean totally I think
1: With Capricorn, the, you know, lesson may be, or with Pluto leaving Capricorn, the lesson may be that, like, building just to build doesn't build anything. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, we've seen consequences in Pluto and Capricorn with regards to how we've treated the Earth in an Earth sign. And I think it might become more real when... It becomes about the air you breathe and you Mm -hmm. can't actually breathe, you know, Um, maybe not. I live in L.A. where we have terrible air quality a lot of the time and goes unnoticed. But um, I think, you know, environmental issues will be something that definitely are expanded upon during this time. Um, And I think maybe, you know, hopefully if we start seeing, I think. Aquarius is a sign that we could definitely see potentially regulating corporations, emissions and things like that. And so potentially if people are willing to stick to it, um, potentially reversing some of the climate damage we've done.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. If I think it is I,
0: maybe not all the way,
1: but
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's possible, no, but, it,
0: but it is that seeing, I think it, it there is a seeing ourselves as, like equal connected as as everybody equally responsible for doing something about the problems of the world the problems that we are important to us and I think that that is like a little bit of a destroying the kind of pedestals and the separations um, I think I referenced this on another episode already but I saw a, a newsletter thing from um, someone called the woke scientist. Um, I do not know their actual name, but that is their Instagram, and I am on their newsletter recently, so I'm not as familiar, but talking about taking people off pedestals and even people who have accomplished really incredible things are still just regular people, and the more we get rid of those separations, the more it encourages us to be reminded that we too can have an impact, that we too matter, and our actions matter, our, uh, all of those things um, are true, and I think that that is like the... The highest vibe of Pluto and Aquarius is that we like all. If everybody did something that was important to them all of the time, like what could we do? I don't know. Or like everybody felt like they had ultimate power. That's scary, but also like we could change everything. Totally. Let's, let's talk about this. Pluto and Aquarius. We uh, Pluto ingresses into Aquarius on the twenty third of March. Uh, We're going to just make a quick little dip as it will leave, it will be in Aquarius through the 11th of June, where it will then retrograde back into Capricorn for the remainder of the year. It will then move back into Aquarius on the 20th of January of 2024, so we'll get a little summer preview and then a little back movement, then we're going to move in, like I said, January 2024 through September 1st of 2024 we will have one more retrograde back into capricorn uh just briefly and then in november on november 19th of 2024 we will move into aquarius for good until march 8th 2043 We'll get a little, I think, towards the end of that 2043 date, we might get a little into Pisces, back into Aquarius there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, 20 years. So this is a big, this is this is um, the big thing for 20 years. And I think thinking about not, not only those historical ones, but um, a big thing with Pluto and Aquarius is also technology, obviously. And I think thinking about something, I know it can be scary, too, but thinking about something like, um, of like the smallpox vaccine was one of the things that was a medical breakthrough um, during that 1777, 1798 period. And that didn't like change a power structure, so to speak. But now a bunch of people can survive something that once would have destroyed them, Plutonian innovation there, or something like, uh, you know, the printing press or whatever, like this is now we're mixing Pluto Pluto generations, but those things of it, like that might not change your you know, concept of that, but we're going to see, you know, innovation that I think can be transformative that we might not know all of the consequences of, but will then become a thing that has power in our lives um, to both flourish and destroy.
1: I would say that both inventions definitely shift power structures. Mm -hmm. I think a vaccine for smallpox, um, definitely making it available to communities that don't have a lot of resources um i mean that mm-hmm. that that shifts power structures yeah. for sure and the printing press which i yeah i, I mean obviously that educates people right so
0: it, yes that changes but those, power yeah. structures. yes those kinds of things too i think if you are feeling anxiety about this transit that remembering that there are things that we don't necessarily know what far-reaching transformative power. I mean, the iPhone is another one too, where it's like, who knew, who knew that having that, I mean, of course you do, because you go like, oh, this is a new phone. This is, this is wild, but we're not necessarily expecting things to be daily life altering in that same way, but now we're there. And that's both again, great and awful. Well, it's 20 years. Like there's going to be a ton of horrible shit that
2: happens and a ton of amazing shit that happens where i pray during this time we do see free internet and free healthcare Mm -hmm. because that is the future that's what we need to be that's where we should be at that's where we should have been at you know sooner than this but i hope i mean god if we don't have that by the end of pluto in aquarius then then Pluto and Pisces better be a dissolvement of it all because that then it's then it's just true. Then that's just truly ridiculous. But who knows? Maybe that's what people have thought from previous Pluto generations, too. It's like mm-hmm. if this hasn't happened by this point or whatever. I think were we all texting about it? I'm sure I'll post it that TikTok that uh, that's been going around of like history, of like 80-year chunks of history, and like when you're in booms, peaks, crisis and something there's like four terms anyways we're in the worst one segments yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. we're in the bad one (laughs) so Mm -hmm. that's that's unfolding so yeah like i don't i can't imagine that pluto and aquarius like things are just going to be better tomorrow here in the year of our lord 2023 nothing's been building up to that so far there's been no evidence that that's going to happen there needs to still be a lot more people feeling the effects of how whether it's government societal community sort of things. I don't know. I could see a great unplugging coming from this yeah. time, especially Absolutely. as AI and robo cop dogs get more and more like,
0: yeah, I could like, see them become
2: feral, maybe. Well, I don't know. I
0: could see it being a form of like protest almost, where it's like that thing when we're talking about like the growth of AI and mm-hmm. something where it's like, okay, well, if we're not, if, if we're all going to be replaced by these things without uh like a universal basic income kind of subsidy then the only power that we do kind of have is our own personal like you don't get our attention anymore or that sort like that kind of yeah that sort of thing where it's like not a not necessarily i don't know but that to me it would be like okay we're going on strike you're not getting our no ads are getting views this week or whatever if this is the way that That would be so effective
2: actually social media strike
1: they, they try yeah yeah it's, it's been tried yeah. i i um i went to the doctor recently and when i was closing my tab um my doctor told me that i would get more money off of my prescription with my triple a than with my health insurance mm-hmm. and that to me is just like reprehensible um yeah. I pay for my health insurance and I, like, I shouldn't be relying on my auto, like, backup plan to, to literally, it was for context, to literally see I shouldn't be relying on AAA for that. And I understand, like, I think AAA is a great organization, don't get me wrong, like, I'm, I'm on board, 100% love them. I get my stuff
2: renewed there. Also love I, also love. Also a fan of AAA. Yeah, so I use really. them for
1: travel. I like I'm a okay, big we fan. We need to reach out. For sure. Um, <laughs> but I I pay for health insurance. Yeah. And I'm also required by the government to have health insurance. So mm-hmm. there should be no circumstance where I'm not able to see because my insurance isn't going to mm-hmm. cover that. Like it just doesn't make sense. And mm-hmm. so stuff like that has to start shifting. Well,
2: well I get I my thinking... pap smears through Geico. So I don't know why <laughs> you, I don't know why and, you've been going through And AAA. furthermore,
1: it's it's <laughs> kind doctors like my doctor who mm-hmm. want to help you figure out how, to, oh, yeah. you know, how mm-hmm. to work the system. But but we can't rely on having that sense of community with a lot of the times a doctor you barely know or you see once a year, or it's like, you know, yeah. just a quick checkup thing. Like we can't rely on having that level of service in our community when I know the doctor's not getting taken care of either. I'm sure. Sh- I mean, mm-hmm. they're fine. They, you know, doctors make money and stuff, but it's like, I know that the insurance companies, they're getting it from the other end too. So it's like, I don't know. It just feels like th- that thing does make me feel like, Oh, like a, a heart place for my doctor, but it's also
0: like, they shouldn't be having to do that. I shouldn't be having to do that. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's just reminding uh, each other that while it's not necessarily the same, the same struggle for everybody. That we are. This is all. These are all systems that are not working good for anyone involved, except for basically the five people that own the systems or whatever. And being like, that's a you know while some people are going to have better access to healthcare and aren't going to necessarily need to like use their AAA for prescriptions it still is like I don't know a, a dumb use of, of resources in a lot of ways where it's like why don't we make this a thing that's actually just works for everybody and any then you can go like why does a, AAA like, have yeah, a medical a f- that's what I mean like, like that the is everything, too. Is that that shouldn't be happening too. at all Yes. Speaking of like, oh, like keep your keep your government out of my whatever. Like, yeah, triple triple A is in in the pharmacy game. That's insane, too.
2: This is like now homework for everybody. But if you haven't seen Josie and the Pussycats, I think it came on the 2000s, early 2000s versions, but this just feels, I feel like this is good Pluto and Aquarius homework is watch Josie and the Pussycats because
1: and play this podcast backwards to hear the secret
2: messages. (laughs) (laughs) Because just, yeah, I think eventually we're like people, you do need the people. We can't I mean, I guess unless we get to the point where we just AI, but then what's the point? Like AI audience or AI or make robots of whatever, like yeah, that stuff should be actually feared because it is the
0: future, and we're moving towards a humanless society. Well, it's like um, getting efficient to get yeah to get what to get things delivered faster, so you never have to talk to anybody again the rest of your life. And we're all living mm-hmm. like Wally style, you know, in our own little VR headset.
2: But or Bye. do we just
0: go to the woods and have our Beatnik poetry jams out with the
2: forest nymphs and return to like Earth motherdom? I I don't know. I think. It, like it's it's all gonna unfold, right? And and I think something to note too, because we'll check back in when Pluto, you know, comes back into Aquarius back in 2024. But until June, we're getting a square, like the real aspect that Pluto's making. Of course, is now a fixed Pluto. So yeah, fixed signs, you thought you're out of the woods, <laughs> and you know now we got Pluto uh-huh. on the ass. Like yeah, Saturn move, hold my drink, bitch. It's Pluto time. But we're getting the these nodes, these early degree. Scorpio node squaring Pluto for pretty much this beginning half of this Pluto time and before it goes into June. So like thinking of the future, our destiny, us as a society, like having this T-square pressure to Pluto, like I do think Pluto's presence, I think it's going to be, I think that we're going to see a lot of action from March to June and maybe then it will like simmer back down when we go back into sturdy Capricorn. But then it's just, a, I think, those themes and i think it's a good thing to maybe journal or keep note i think whatever happens in this march 23rd to june 11th period might be like the big umbrella themes for the overall transit and of course
0: other shit Mm -hmm. will happen too but that's
2: just my guess
0: yeah nothing i wonder in a vacuum but yeah mm -hmm.
1: i wonder too with the ai conversation um you know if if we somehow at least intellectually with aquarius take capitalism out of the equation if there is a way to use ai to make our lives easier and i think mm-hmm. we sure. I realize this pillows like in the background in a weird way um
2: uh it's still there <laughs> oh that's a good um, reminder watch us on youtube yeah. if you're not watching us on youtube the video full video episodes are there so if you Want to get out of the old dusty medium of audio only and watch our faces. Come to YouTube.
1: Um, I wonder, and watch Lisa's pillow. Get yeah, home. see you can read the tag. Um <laughs> I wonder if in using AI it to make our lives easier, if we get to a place where, you know, half of our day is automated and that's like the the work day, you know. Mm-hmm. And I f- I found that with a lot of the technological advancements I have experienced recently it's made my world uh more difficult. Like mm-hmm. I find personally and I know this is a personal thing uh, some people like it but a-, a lot of the stores I go to now don't have cashiers they have self checkout stations. Oh yeah. And to me I I personally really dislike that. I I don't want to work at this target Mm -hmm. today and (laughs) and that I do feel like if I'm checking myself out I should get an employee discount like I feel Mm -hmm. there is and I know people steal and that's kind of like the other side or the balancing effect of that but I'm not gonna do that so like can you just have I just I also don't like the how loud it is like a lot of that kind of stuff where I'm like can we just not have that like is there no way and i guess it's going back to shopping in smaller stores and places that you know Mm. still employ people in local neighborhoods and stuff but i just i i find that if ai is going to go help us go in that direction that's not where i want to go i want it to be a thing where it's like my work day is easier you know Mm. not not target gets to employ less people and that people still have to work the same amount it's
2: you know what i mean yeah yes, I think that's absolutely the, that's the good like I'm putting my if you're watching on YouTube, I'm putting like my fingers in front like the ethos of like we can do all this wild weird futuristic shit but why are we doing it to replace parts of our society that are enjoyable like I yeah. maybe do want to connect with my cashier or or even now breaking news which by the time Pluto and Aquarius probably moves back into Capricorn like like the WGA the Writers Guild of Association for America is part of their contract negotiation is about not having AI be part of a writer's room because Jesus Christ that's the job baby and you know there's like no 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 like it'll be like a tool like it's like using like a writing program but like you'll they'll still get credited but it's like I just, but we see how the slippery slope begins. We've seen the beginning of horror movies. You know what I mean? Like we've seen what happens when you just do we've a little bit of horror movies. Mm-hmm. We've written the horror. We've seen what happens when you do a little of that. Like I'm just fooling around making Frankenstein. I'm not doing anything too wild. And it's like, bitch, no. Well, I think Frankenstein's probably sweet. And you know the the theory of be creating something that shouldn't have been, and now they're. I mean, that's I don't what know if you know this, blamed. but
1: Frankenstein's the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh I've never seen it's it. It's Frankenstein's no, monster. Not, yeah, it's that's oh. like a, cla- a classic annoying comedy person. Oh, like a um, man. I was doing impressions. That. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Well, I did just play trivia last night, and thank you for that information because I should. Okay. So when Frank's monster comes to life, that's AI, folks. That's yeah. AI, folks. Well, but no, I think it, yeah. that there's, I think there's good that can and will come, but we're just gonna have to keep people on task to make it those sorts of
0: things. I do. think, Yeah. I think it's about quality of life and us remembering that this is all meant to be things that are like better for us, not better for, again, the person like making all of the money off of it, whether that be social media, whether that be AI, whether that be any of this stuff. And yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, like what's the, not, I don't want to say what's the rush, but it is that where it's like, what are we trying? What, what are, what, what, processes are we trying to make efficient that are actually I don't know replacing us or making it so we can have time to do another second third fourth job like you were saying or something where it's like no this should be I don't know it's like can we solve (sighs) hunger like I don't like it is
2: like those just like those levels of or even importance it's also you know, we've of- solved it. There's yes. enough. Yeah. Right.
1: Why why are we Can not we it? appropriately yes. distributing and- our resources? Why are we not using uh rainwater and mm-hmm. solar power mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. of these things? We have well, I think it. again
0: it's this thing of like this is uh I don't there's something to me about Pluto and Aquarius that's very like data driven too in a way that would be like something that I would love automated is if you could like like have taxes automated or something in other countries you just like get a bill at the end but there are Mm -hmm. things like that not maybe taxes is a bad example but like no it's a great example because we like doing our own
2: taxes to take advantage
0: of the tax system exactly that's very american because we're like getting out of things which i don't i don't want to pay more of a thing but i think that uh there are things that are like i don't know a lot of people might not want the the pure data of their existence on there or seeing the things, even even phone hours, personal data shared hours or things like that. I think people being aware, be, that sort of stuff being brought to the awareness where someone might think that something like being on social media is pretty banal. But when you find out that actually you're being like your personal data is being mined for these people to be making all of this kind of money and you're now also like I don't know, at doing free, basically free, like market research, advertising or whatever for people. I don't know. Just thinking of these things of it being like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, data driven also in our own lives of thinking of that too, of like how much Mm -hmm. time am I giving to this? How much am I using of this? I don't know. Just more, more scientific.
2: Yeah. I think we talked about about in our year ahead when like starting to get the murmur of Pluto Aquarius too. Like I do think gatekeeping as we talked about, we'll come back in terms, I think in terms of social things and like not wanting to just do what everyone else is doing, because that's very Aquarian to me is like finding that rebel streak, but not gatekeeping in the like helping others altruistic, philanthrop- philanthropic sort of way. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, I know like everybody got so inundated with like infographics d- during 2020. And like, as we should have, like we're spreading, we're trying to spread the information to the As many people as possible but there is that burn i know i've talked about i'm like i'm sick of like i know i care about these i care about all these things like i don't know if i need like a a gradient graphic to share that 24 7 365 so i think too just remembering for anyone that has felt like that burnout that you don't have to post about like you like i'd rather people just show up and do it than make it only about the the optics of showing up and doing it if that Mm-hmm. makes sense but also show up how you can show up like i get that there's different levels and, and abilities and access and all that but yeah we're we're aquarian collective we're gonna need to stick together we are julie i think it was at kara kara kovacs new moon ritual that we we're at where i think she said like if we didn't realize we we're all connected by the fact that remote islands got covid then like what when else mm-hmm. are we gonna realize that we truly are all here as one and i was like damn it's like last of us like fungi like yeah like yeah i yeah. mean yep that 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 river in ohio that gets poisoned isn't just like oh poor them it's like honey this goes into other water like this is this is how this shit spreads so um yeah well yeah have a good night no <laughs> anyway <laughs> that's no it. i think i think we should babe- talk about and think about this stuff though it's not
0: yeah the more you do, the less scary it does get because it's it's the it's reality and I think it is like getting you know the collectivism versus toxic individualism and I think that that mm-hmm. is like really the biggest thing of like remind again and being reminded that we are in this together that our our struggles are again while they are not equal they are connected and they are um what's I can't think of the word that I'm I am trying striving for but the like I don't know doing remember remembering that that we're all we're doing this and what's good for what's good for all is good for you uh, yeah. instead of the other way, because I think we can kind of delude ourselves into thinking like, oh, well, my personal me, me being good is is good for the collective. And I think that that is true because, you know, fulfilled, happy, vibrant, alive people are more likely to go out and do those things. But I think also remembering as we are in a period of history where this is going to I don't think it is going to be uh, easy necessarily, but that does not mean we aren't going to accomplish great things and see incredible power shifts um, but I also think that's only going to happen if we see them see ourselves as related and and um, vital parts of this power shift uh, totally
2: well, well I mean so. we shall we shall see but we're in a yeah. very special astrological time that uh, I mean I'm got this has happened in our lifetime Pluto ingresses but you know the first time I'm like an adult that cares and thinks about astrology. So that's also kind of neat too. hmm
0: Yeah.
1: Good luck. Yeah.
2: Good luck, everybody. Stay together. Stay together for the kids. Um, Maybe join our Patreon. We got community over there. We'll all plan who lives on the highest hill when it's time to, you know, <laughs> rally the troops. Yeah. Pe- like there's some my- crafty people over there that can make, you know, mayonnaise and do, do the things we... We'll need think, when we're on the yeah. farm.
0: I think it's just from everyone. Everyone is a resource. We're all resources. And mm-hmm. to tap in, tap into each other, not in a exploitative way, in a uh, community building and like empowering mm-hmm. way where we go like, oh, you know how to make this thing. You know how to build this thing. Like, yeah, cut out, cut out the idea that we have to go around and go straight to the source. Ask someone, ask someone if who knows someone, those kinds of things
2: totally we all bring something to this collective table called mother gaia hell yeah well to treat her right because maybe she is rejecting us <laughs> yes yeah i mean even
0: yeah even that too not to i was like as we wrap uh <laughs> anywho
2: existential crisis it will be look it's Every, every generation you're in, I mean, Gen X thought they had it the worst ever. Like, doesn't it just, everyone thinks they're having it the worst. And now we just, we try to make it better.
0: This is our worst and we'll see what that brings. (laughs) This is uh, exciting. We're on the precipice of big change. We look forward to seeing how that unfolds and how we are a part of it. And thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link
2: to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast, on Twitter at what's Y R Sign underscore Pod, and TikTok at at what's your sign podcast. For business opportunities, advertising, or commission readings, email us what's your sign podcast at gmail.com.
1: WIS is produced by Julia Loken, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chanu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.